Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are an actual play Numenera podcast still. Once again, I'll be your GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Marietta Jones. That's me. Alex Finn. It's a me. Samson Davis. Hi, I'm Samson. I'm my, on my second can of Red's Wicked Apple. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for the update. Okay. And uh, Stace Babcock. Hey, what's up? I'm uh, pouring James T. Kirk bourbon into my Star Trek mug. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Outstanding. That is awesome. Free XP for it? <laughs> no. Oh, I guess I'll just drink straight from the bottle then. Yes. I am almost done with a bottle of Grenache, and I don't know what I'm going to do yet after that. <laughs> Who remembers what happened last time? Oh, very well. I will tell the story. Tell us the tale. All right. So, each of our characters individually walked through the store in an alley labeled Explorers Wanted at some point, sat through an interview, and then went about their lives. About a week later, small children showed up with messages to come back to the place in the alley and meet up with the lady who has a name. She's a great name. Super great. It's good name. Mama Jera. Can you say that one more time, please? For the listeners. Mama Jera. Okay. Her. And uh, first came Italia. Who looked like what? Mary. She was tan with auburn hair and yellow. Doesn't have to be that far into the weeds. (laughs) And then next came, I feel like it was Dilly. Dilly. He's a short boy and nervous. Yeah, nervous short boy. And then in came Chacha. He's a hugger. Hugger. <laughs> Magically. <laughs> Wears a red cloak with many pockets. And then last but not least, and late as always, came in Nyx, my character. And they had mm. tea and small cookies and uh, were dispatched to some ruins two days outside of town where someone, this lady, someone else's lady had sent, had disappeared. And searching out an artifact. So our party is to go find the lady and the artifact. We set out, make camp, we get attacked by flying intestine monsters. It was a real bummer. Nyx kills two of them. Mm-hmm. Not sure what happened to the third. And then... <laughs> Dilly participated. That's what happened. Dilly participated. Dilly got the first one. I'm not upset. And then... <laughs> That's right. I did get the first kill. You did. Suck it. <laughs> Whatever. You just have that forever. It doesn't matter. And uh, next morning, wake up and head out. And we get near to where we think the ruins ought to be, but there's no ruins. And then Chasha sees something weird, like this floating fire monster. And she says something cryptic about horrors. And wanders off. Horrors no one else sees this, horrors. by the way. I feel like that's important. Huh? Horrors. No, horrors. 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 Chacha sees them. Yes, shout out to the Diablo Terror. <laughs> so the horrors. Some horror. Horrific creature. All right. And, no, uh, keep going. Keep going. Next half hour. Spir- just spiraling out. <laughs> and, uh, she starts to Chacha starts to follow this creature. We all follow Chacha, and then we encounter some giant green spires made out of green. Green. Synth. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And that's where we ended the last episode. Okay. So you stand in front of these strange ruins that looks like a crystal formation that's burst out of the ground, except it's made of green synth. There's a huge opening in a diamond shape in front of you with some blinking blue lights deep from within. And you have been sent to try to find Maywin, the explorer that was sent to find in a particular item in these ruins. And your goal is to map out as much as you can and hopefully return with Maywin and the object. Well, you said that much faster. That's a lot of optimism after our first combat. <laughs> oh come on! You guys you hardly mean? took any damage. Took less than a minute. Next question. Excuse you, sir. My English pool is not <laughs> doing well. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you guys slept for the night, so everybody's pools are back to normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Natalia only slept half the night, so she should only get half her pools back. <laughs> Just kidding. So, <laughs> fight this early in the morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, what the fuck? Anyway, onwards, upwards, green lights, yeah. we're doing great. We'll have to implement a sleep tracking app for every character. Um, and also diet. You gotta watch that. <laughs> Water intake. <laughs> Exposure to the, you know, electronic lights. Mm -hmm. oh. What do you guys do? You've got this, these ruins in front of you that have just been exposed. Incidentally, Cha Cha, you no longer see that figure. That was beckoning you inside. He ditched me. That's rude. No, he did. We're right here. Not you, the horror. Man, you're you're real cool, Jaja. You're like real strange and unique. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what horror? What? Oh my gosh! No, not a horror. <laughs> really? No, I'm working with. Ours are hard. Guys, what horror did you see? Objective. <laughs> <laughs> Exploration. Be on the lookout. She might be dead. Ah! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What horror? <laughs> Anyways, um, can I like look around and see if there's any evidence of her like going in a particular direction or even having been here, or is there anything that's like trying to eat me? I'd like to listen and search or perceive. It's gonna be some sort of like tracking kind of role. I don't think perception <laughs> is gonna be enough for something like this. Um, so if somebody has tracking, it would be a nine. Otherwise, it would be a 12. Are you all trackers? No. Gotcha is good at running, climbing, and swimming. I'm good at searching. No. Searching might actually cool. be okay, okay in this case. I'm going to search. Yeah. It'll be really good. Natural 20. All right, this is my new Ooh. dice for the evening. Spicy. That was the first roll with that one. Okay, nice. You definitely find signs of what looks to be like maybe somebody actually set up camp here at one point before going in. And you definitely see signs that somebody like broke camp and went in. And you definitely see signs. It shouldn't be obvious because a lot of this ground here is mostly sort of exposed rock, but you're able to figure out like little bits of what's going on that like one set of footprints went back towards okay. Charmond and one went into the facility. Hey, uh, Gilly, come, come look at this. I'll show you, I'll show you tracking. 
Okay. Um, so you see here is one set of footprints, and I'll like point it out to him because uh, Nix was showing you how to do watch the other day. So you mean last night? <laughs> <laughs> last night, yes. Last night. <laughs> I guess I was the other day. So fair point. <laughs> anyway, so that's how why I think that she went that way. You know, I think it's pretty clear. Dilly's in school. <laughs> I- <laughs> Damn, Dilly. Dilly. Sorry. Okay, yeah, those. I. Okay. Anyways, we should probably follow them, don't you think? Back to Sherman? No, the other ones. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anybody else? Tracks? Lady? Let's find her. What lady? Oh my. Gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been smoking those funny cigarettes? Again? No. <laughs> anyway, onwards this way, I think, to the lady and our payday and out of these weird ruins with the weird lights. Wait, don't the don't the tracks lead into the uh, ruins? Yeah. We need to go find her so then we can leave. Oh, yes, I like that one. Yeah, so let's go find her. Also, aren't we looking for some, like, Venera cipher? Uh, we're looking for an object and Maywin. Okay. We should be on the lookout for an object and Maywin. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, I kind of seem weak, so you want me to go first? Yeah, or? sure. Those are the, do you see the footprints? The footprints there? Yeah. Just follow those ones. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> So you head into the opening. Um, as you come in, you see what looks to be it's a pretty vast room that's leading in here, and there's not much here. In fact, it probably looks like it was you feel like somebody's picked over this area. Somebody else might have been here before you, because there's not much to see. I mean, you can see these sort of blinking blue lights that are leading to, like, a a smaller door on the far side. And then there's also a door to the right and a door to the left that clearly seem to be kind of the way the room curves. It leads down. The thing that um, strikes you... Actually, can everybody give me a... I think it's going to have to be an understanding numeric check. Ooh, I'm good at those. And the target, the target for in for somebody with an inability would be 15. So if you're trained, it would be a nine. If you're specialized, it would be a six. Nine, exactly. Okay. Natural twenty. But damn. Wow. Okay. Samson. Okay. Uh, Dilly sees that there were clearly like sockets in this system that there were probably Numenera devices in that maybe they could have been worth more, but they were definitely usable as ciphers. You don't know exactly what they were, but all those sockets have been harvested. Somebody's taken all those ciphers. Okay. So if I understand tracking, I think somebody took some objects out of the wall. Like see these sockets? Yeah. These should have been full, right? Yeah. Like footprints almost. Uh-huh. Right, Atalia? Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely right. Okay. Wow, see, you are such an intelligent person. Thank you. Billy feels very happy. 
little uh, smiley faces start appearing around his head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, is that something that happens with Dilly? I mean, this is the ninth world. So. Uh, yes. Um, so as I said in the first episode, he is a right to crafts illusions. And mm-hmm. when he's not focusing, illusions do start popping up around his head. Very similar to um, how Mind Palace, how the Mind Palace was like portrayed in the Sherlock TV Ooh. show. Right, right, okay, yeah, very similar to that. That's okay. really cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Uh, do I know anything else uh, about the sockets? No, not not right now, guys. I feel really good about something. That's that's good to have a good feeling <laughs> in these situations. Um. Hmm. All right. So you got three doors. You got a door straight forward and two doors on the sides. All the doors seem to be leading down. Those of you who have uh, played with me before, which is all of you, have that same look on your face of or at having to choose between three doors. <laughs> I mean, it could lead to fists or it could lead to flesh. Um, does it look like... Any of these doors are more recently used than others? Like, is it apparent which one she might have gone through based on her footprints from earlier? I wish I could say that there was, but this is, there's, there's nothing here. This area is very clean. But are there any unseen ghosts? Not right now, actually. Next. Yeah, like, it's pretty simple. You just always go right, so. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and do that? I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. So great. Fix like that's great. Opens the opens the forgets the trauma of these past lives she seems to have lived. <laughs> Daniel and <laughs> opens the right door. So uh, yeah. So you open the right door. It takes you a little bit to figure out the opening mechanism, but it's not too difficult. And Nyx is not that smart, so that makes sense. The door opens, and sure enough, there is a narrow corridor leading down. All right. We're going down for real. That was just Stace. That wasn't even Nyx. All right. Okay, so uh, light starts fa- the lights start flickering and following you with this blue light as you go down the stairs, go down this ramp. So you see um, these lights leading down, and you go into a room, and in that room, you see a large space. There are two doors, one on the left, one on the right. And there is a beam of light shining down in the center of the room that is significantly brighter and more solid than the rest of the ambient light here. And there's something else you notice here. There's a lot of dead bodies and skeletons that are carefully stacked, or in some cases, Mounted on the wall and displayed. I hate this room. This is bad. We should turn around. We rummage through the corpses. You can. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. I don't even do that. Okay. So you start looking through the corpses. Um, there are, I mean, there, a lot of them are kind of skeletal. Um, some of them are rotting. Uh, give me an intelligence roll of nine. Fourteen. These are definitely trophies. Something has killed these bodies and arranged them as trophies. There isn't anything necessarily of value within them, but the the bodies themselves are clearly... Someone is very proud of these kills. The bodies 
are not always obvious what they're from. Some of them are humanoid. Some things are much less so. Important question. Are they missing any bones? It's difficult to tell because they are arranged in such a way that you can't really determine with 100% surety what they are, what they were in life. The humanoid ones, like a lot of times there's only like half of the body there. So you're guessing that they're humanoid, but you're not sure. Well, this is incredibly disturbing and not what I signed up for. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. What? Guys, this is like totally what we signed up for. No, we signed up for one object and one living woman. I'm in acquisitions. <laughs> that's why they're, that's why they're paying us. There's still that bright light shining down to the center, and then the doors to the left and the right. Yeah, right on. We always go right. Like, let's do it. Can we throw something into the light? Yeah. What do you want to throw? I don't know. Grab a skull. Throw Dilly. <laughs> what? Hold on. <laughs> what? What was that? Just break off a skull or a femur and throw it into the light. Okay, so you break off a skull or a femur. Let's say you break off a skull and you throw it in the light. It becomes suspended in the light. And for a moment, that's all that happens. And then you see that skull suddenly begin decaying into dust until it is just a mist in the air. Oh, God. <laughs> this is why you check. This is why you check. Damn, that was hell. I, what? I think that means that none of these bodies were, or it's not necessarily true that these bodies have been here for a long enough time that they decayed. I think they were dehydrated? Some trail mix. <laughs> um, I don't know, man, but this isn't my favorite door. Can we try a desert one? Yeah, we're going to go right. So Nyx, like, goes to the new right door. Okay. So you go to the right, and you find another chamber. This one's kind of circular in shape. There's this, like, wall around you in the center of the room. There's a crystalline object, quite massive, that's floating and slowly rotating. It seems to be held in place by an unseen force. And you see disturbing, impossible colors that seem to refract off of it. And uh, there is something dark in its center. Can everybody make an intellect defense roll of nine? Mm. Fourteen for Dilly. Nineteen. Let me just casually make this roll. Nice. Oh, we got a seventeen. Nineteen. Wow, two minor effects. <laughs> What did you get, Stace? 17. Okay. These colors, like, you get the feeling, like, for lesser, like, people that aren't familiar, these colors would have caused, like, mental trauma because they are definitely not what you, like, they do not fit in the visual spectrum. They are colors. You recognize that they are colors, but they do not gel biologically with your minds. Those of you who got the 19 can see clearly that there is a preserved head of some massive creature in the center of the crystal, but it's too dark to see like what it is besides that it vaguely looks like a head. There are the walls, of course. Um, there is a door leading out of this room, or you could go back the way you came. 
Um, it's up to you what you want to do with the walls or the door or whatever the door. The wall seems to have like strain. Um, you're not sure if it's carvings or actually circuitry in the wall. Uh, Dilly will investigate the uh, wall circuitry carving things. Gotcha's going for that head. Okay. Right. Let's start with Dilly. Dilly, just looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I think he will just look at it, maybe take out one of his darts and kind of poke at a few interesting parts, like a juncture or a depression or something. Okay. Where you touch the, the juncture, you see parts of it light up, and then it seems to, from that circuitry, you can't see any pores or anything like that, but from that circuitry, there seems to be a magenta paste that kind of seeps out of it. Not what walls do. Hey guys, the walls are bleeding. Bleeding? Possibly. I don't know. Magenta, yeah. Like gnarly. Nye, is this a Numenera thing? Can I make an understanding Numenera roll? To- you absolutely can. It would be a... It'd be a 12 for a normal person. Are you specialized or just trained? Yeah, I'm just trained. Okay. So it'd be a nine for you. Um, I rolled a four, unfortunately. Yeah, you have no idea. What about the other now? I mean, does it interfere with the head? Um, oh, I guess, yeah, you are preoccupied with the head. <laughs> Dilly, um, you have understanding, Numenera, don't you? I took training, so I guess that, like, I assume that, um, canceled out my, like, natural inability. Right. All right. So it's a 12 for you, then. Okay. Four. This wall's weird. You have no idea. Yeah, it is weird. I'm having a hard time mm-hmm. looking at it with the thing, with the, you know, the thing. Ugh. Your eyes? No, the color that's not the... Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that hurts. I... Maybe. I mean, I could try to, like, figure out the wall. Do you uh, understand Numenera? You can't punch it. <laughs> Sometimes. Don't punch it. Go ahead and roll. Uh, so if you don't have understanding Numenera, it'll be a 15. Unless you want to spend effort. I have 16. Nice. This appears to be some sort of food stuff. Again. Like healthy for you? Yeah. Like it, it, you think that it may not be the most appetizing thing in the world, but it appears to be something that is generating a nutritious paste for consumption. Schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a wow, this is like some food, man. And she just sticks okay. her finger in it and then licks it. Dilly just cringes and disgusts, like, what? Oh god. Um, you're pretty confident that this is nutritious. <laughs> it tastes terrible, but it is it is nutritious. Oh, this is awful, but like good for you. You're just eating it? Just this mm-hmm. Yeah, it's guys. I told you something. Like sometimes I get it. Like I just look at things and I understand. And this is one of those times, and it's food, man. I'm really happy for you. Well, everybody is playing with the new food or talk or arguing about it. Like Nix is like taking some. Cha Cha approaches the crystal. There is a preserved head inside. How would you like to try to get at it? Can she knock on the crystal? Like. Hello? You can try anything. 
I think that's going to be her first choice, knocking on the crystal to see if the head is still alive. Okay. When you knock on the crystal, that strange color seems to kind of pulse around your hand, and you feel a little bit queasy, but otherwise fine. And if she tried understanding the Numeneras? She could definitely try that. Are you trained or specialized? Trained. Okay, so for you, it would be a nine before any effort, if you wanted to use effort. We got us a 17. Okay. So breaking through the crystal is purely a physical act. Um, It will generate a bunch of that color pulses, which will be more difficult to withstand. So it will be difficult for you to push forward with it, but you could do it if you wanted to try to break through the crystal to get to the head. But it would, there would be some risk associated with it, with this, with these color pulses, which seem to be a way of sort of uh, releasing whatever extra dimensional energy is holding this crystal together. Does she get like any idea that it, yeah, you should break this crystal, Chacha? It's a good idea, Chacha. Uh, I don't think you're understanding a Numenera tells you one way or the other. You just know what you mm. can do. There's nothing obvious that indicates, I mean, there's some risk in breaking it open from these pulses of color, but there's nothing to tell you that you should do it or not. That's totally up to, you know, Cha-Cha's personality. Because I don't think Cha-Cha wants the head if it's not alive. Like, dead things can't love Cha-Cha. At this point, I will offer you an XP. It's our first GM Mm. intrusion. (gasps) Our first optional one. (laughs) No. It's our first one where we get paid. Well, it's not really optional because none of us have XP to subvert it. Truth. Well, I guess we're taking it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who are you going to get? So you get one XP, and who will you give the other <sighs> XP to? This is hard. I guess next, because we need to keep the tank alive and powerful. Smart. Okay. Power that tank. Thank you. Cha-cha, you reach out, and you have this compulsion to try to, like, you think that there's a spot, a weak spot in the crystal that you think if you hit it hard enough, that you could at least make a crack and make a start. Okay. That's going to do it. Okay. You punch the crystal, and uh, as you do that, um, there is a flash of that color. However, after that flash of color happens, you notice that your hand is encased in the crystal formation around it, and you are trapped against this crystal. He needed this hand. What juggling does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's going to use Onslaught against the crystal to affect it physically. Mm. Okay. Please make a wild roll. Okay. It's, we got us a 19. Okay, so that is, do you want a minor effect or the extra damage? Minor effect? What would you propose as a minor effect? Her hand getting loose. And that would be a major effect, because that would resolve the yeah. whole thing. Well, then I guess we're going extra damage, because that's the only thing I could think of. Okay. You definitely detect a slight crack in the crystal at this point. 
but your hand is not free. You think, even though you can't see the shadow moving, you can't see anything to indicate that, you almost feel like you can hear, now that you're touching the crystal, almost like whatever head is inside there, as if it's laughing. Oh, she's doing onslaught again. This crystal. Okay. Physical again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Twelve. An angry girl. Thirteen. Okay, so you definitely hit it. It seems like you hit it with force, but it doesn't seem like it does anything. Wrestles too hard. At this point, um, the rest of you have heard a loud sound of concussive force hitting this crystal twice. What was that? What's going on over there? Gotcha. Son of a bitch is too stupid. And she's going to do onslaught again. Cha-Cha, over the edge of the crystal, you see this strange, like, serpentine, but familiar form of serpentine form with this face with glittering black teeth as if it's smiling at you over the edge of the crystal. Awesome. Can she do onslaught on that face? Like, mental onslaught. You can try anything. Mental onslaught on that face. She's angry. Okay, so if you're going to aim towards that face, it's going to be an 18. 19. Fight me, face. Fight me. You want a minor effect, or do you want the extra damage? Mm, Extra damage? Okay. So you hit the figure, and it makes a, a shrieking sound and disappears. And while you're doing that, you notice the crystal starting to crawl up your arm. Anybody else want to do anything? Cha-Cha, what's happening? Dilly will run over to the crystal. You could definitely see that Cha-Cha's hand is engulfed up to the elbow. Ah! Panicked, Dilly will use his ability right tool for the job. Mm-hmm. This ability, if I have at least one iota, I can fashion a temporary device that provides an asset to one physical non-combat task. So I would like to take out an IO and use it to, um, I'm thinking kind of like a, uh, you know, those like ultrasonic, like toothbrushes they use at the dentist, like break up plaque. He's going to fashion something like that, but for this crystal. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're going to do, what does it look like when you're using that? I assume you're trying to use it against the crystal. Yeah. Kind of loosen up where Chacha's hand is and where it's attached to the crystal. Not remove the crystal from the arm, but at least, like, separate the two. Okay. Okay, so you're going to get an asset that. And I assume Chacha is anxiously, is constantly trying to get free, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a dog who's, or a cat who's stuck on something. Like, just jerking and, like, doing, like, the weird flips. Are you sure? Because I've seen a lot of cats where, like, get stuck on something and they just lay down and, like, well, that's it for me. Until their owner comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cat just, like, freaks the fluff out and she starts, like, flailing, like, I'm gonna ninja flip out of this. Don't you worry. See? Yeah, this is the opposite reaction my cats <laughs> have when we force a costume on them. <laughs> well, there's your problem right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to feel pretty. Yeah. They want to wear them. <laughs> yeah, so you go ahead and you, you're you trying to get free. Dilly has this asset. 
So he's got two assets on this. Dilly, are you going to apply any... You're trying to do this technically, so I guess, do you want to apply any intelligence effort to this? I guess, can I? Right now, you are at a nine. If you want to apply intelligence effort, you could get it down to a six. Yeah, I think I would love to do that. Okay, so I assume you have an edged intellect, so it would only cost you two intellect points. Right. Nix, Natalia, can you, can Aaron help? Yeah. You can have a max of two assets on something, so you can't. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's in the rule book. Okay. Two assets max. (laughs) Read it. I challenge you, Stacey. Did you know that beforehand? <laughs> I don't. Ha- I don't have to answer that. Well, I think just for flavor, he would still like call out like next to tell you what's up. Fucking bullshit's happening over here. But he would still, I guess, start pushing, like trying to snap that mm-hmm. piece of crystal off. Okay. Dilly rolled a four. So can you juggle with one arm? <laughs> so. Yeah, so it uh, sounds like Dilly fails unless one of the two people with XP wants Chacha to spend it. Chacha would like it. her arm still. Okay, so Chacha will spend her XP so that Dilly can re-roll. Fifteen. Yes! Okay, there you go. You managed to break the crystal free, and Chacha's hand is now free from the crystal. Is it covered in crystal or just now a hand again? It's just a hand. You're, you are free. You've okay. broken free of the crystal. There are a few, like, little bits, like, still on you, but you can wipe them off. They're like, they don't seem to have any life of their own, separate from this major installation. He's going to throw one of those shiny rocks at the crystal that Dilly gave her at camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it hits the crystal and is immediately encased in it. Cha Cha, what did you do? Stupid thing wants. Laugh. She's very angry. Crystal wanted to laugh? Cha-cha? I was going to break it. You're gonna fuck up the head. And then it started laughing. Uh, okay. Well, no one's laughing now. Um, your hand looks good, so whoever's laughing at you? What? Uh, 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 damn it. He didn't get the last laugh, did he? No? Okay. Stupid snakes. Yeah, snakes. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's get out of here. Maybe out of this room at least. Um, what's the door situation, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the left. Ooh. So it is going to be a door to the uh, left and right. Man, yeah, you always go right. So mm-hmm. let's go right. I don't know. The last two rooms we've gone into to the right have sucked. I think we should go to the left. We could also go back. You always go right. Billy, for someone who didn't even (laughs) want to leave town, you suddenly have some opinions. (laughs) I'm going off the facts, lady. These two rooms suck. I think we should go left. I think Chacha's just going to bust through the right door. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so Cha-Cha busts through the right door. Inside, <laughs> you see a, um, it's a relatively small room. There's a door on the far side. Um, in the middle, there is a machine with a receptacle for small objects. 
she throws another shiny rock at this receptacle for small objects. Okay, there is um, the door. This thing shuts. There is a flash of light, and it opens up again, and you see that small shiny rock again, but it has two metallic eyes attached to it that are looking around furtively. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Are these small shiny rocks that we're just tossing everywhere <laughs> shins? No. Um, so last session. <laughs> okay. So those weren't shins. I thought that they were shins. Uh, no, Dilly salvaged some shins, but these are the two like used ciphers also that small shiny. couldn't get anything from. All right. Cool. I'm okay then. He's <laughs> like, are you, are you just throwing money at things? <laughs> Listen, seems like a cha-cha thing, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, these, these eyes are just kind of like looking back and forth, like, frenetically. I mean, cha-cha goes to pick up the now eyeballed shiny rock. Cha-cha pokes it between the eyes. The eyes kind of zero in on you. Like, actually, in the eyes or in between? In between, like, where its nose would be? They definitely go cross-eyed. That is not angry anymore, because that's hilarious. <laughs> Nyx throws one of her sling rocks in there. Um, the It shuts, there's a flash of light, opens again, and one of your sling rocks now has two metallic eyes on it. That are like... Oh, dope. She puts all of them in there. Okay, they all now have eyes that are looking around, kind of frantically. <laughs> Wait, are they intelligent shit? You don't know. Hey, next, can I can I get one? Can I see one of those? See if yeah. Listen though, like next time we're in like the forest, if you find a good sling rock, you gotta give that one to me. If I'm gonna give this one to you, no, I just wanted to check that it's not a sentient thing. It's just mechanical eyes, right? I, that's that's all I'm checking. I, how would I know, man? I just got it. I'll give you your pet rock back. Don't worry about it. Oh, all right. Well, but you got to give it back or an equivalent sling rock with or without eyes. Okay. So you're trying to do an understanding Numenera roll? Correct. Okay. Um, and you are trained in that, yes? My inability has been neutralized. Okay. So in that case, it's a 12. 13. Okay. The eyes themselves are not sentient, but they are on a subroutine. They are designed to identify stimulus and provide that to some sort of neural system, whether it's artificial or organic. Do I get the sense if that neural system is like local in the object or if it's going off to somewhere else? You think it's supposed to be whatever's in the object. Okay. You would have to do the same sort of investigation against the machine itself to know more. Okay, interesting. And Dilly will give back the pet rock to Nyx. So I don't think these things are intelligent, so totally okay to throw them at monsters. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Dilly will go investigate the googly eye receptacle. Okay. And uh, so this one would be a 15 normal. Dilly is going to use a level of effort with this one. And Cha-Cha help. First of all, I'm going to give you an asset on it because you've already figured out the eyes. So it'll be 12. If Cha-Cha is helping you, it'll be a 9. And then if you want to spend a level of effort, it'll be a 6. Yeah, he won't spend a level of effort. Okay. 
16. Woo woo. Okay, so you know that this device will take any device that is inserted to it, whether it's organic or technological, and it will try to find whatever's the closest to a neural network. Install two additional mechanical eyes and try to tie them into the mechanical network to give them additional stimulus. All right. So if I'm understanding this correctly, thank you, Chacha, for helping. I think it just kind of gives any object you throw in their eyes, if it has the facilities to process that information, it will. But otherwise, it's it seems like the eyes are pretty useless. So congratulations, Nix and Chacha. You now have googly eyes on your ship. So, Chacha tries to put Dilly's hand in the machine. No, 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 <laughs> no. Dilly is going to resist. For insulting their googly eye pets. Is Chacha just going to let that slide, or is this a contested roll? <laughs> I'll fight you, Alex. I'll do it. <laughs> I think it's a contested roll. <laughs> what? Okay. So in this case, it is going to be a might versus might. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Nix is not down for this, so Nix is going to help Dilly. Okay, so Dilly will have an asset. So Dilly, you have a plus three before you spend effort on your might roll. Uh, Dilly's not spending effort. Hey, <laughs> okay. That's already rolled, so. What'd you get? 11 plus three, so 14. Okay, and what does Cha-Cha get? I'm hoping I get low. 13. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I re-rolled it because it was on, like, the edge of, like, 15 and something. I'm like, oh, re-roll because it's on the edge. We're not going to Google eye somebody's hand. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Dilly, with the help of Dix, is able to pull the hand away from the device before Chacha can push it in. Yo, Chacha, like, not cool. You can't be, like, interfering with someone's joke like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, also my hand. What the fuck? That was a little weird. I think we should leave this room. Let's go to another room. We go right. There's only the one door. There's only one door here on the far side. Okay. It's all you. Oh, well, that's the other rule. Like, if there's only one door, you go through it. Hi. <laughs> she goes... She goes with her bag of googly eyes. Okay. You find a room that's lit in gray light. There is a machine on the far wall, and there is a door to the left. That's the other rule. If there's only a door on the left, you go left. Where did you get these rules? She went to school, you know. A roto, ma'am. How many shiny rocks did Chacha have? Two or three? Two. Mm-hmm. One's in the crystal, so she should only have one at the moment. Yeah, I'm just like, would she throw her Google eyes at the machine? Or is, like, Google eyes now bay? Anyway, other door, leave the machine alone. We're here for a purpose, right? Right? Don't forget, like, Italia, like, don't forget, we're also here for the voyage of discovery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you are supposed to map out mm-hmm. as much as you can. Understanding Numenera on the machine. <laughs> Dilly's going to help. But- so, with the asset on the assist, 
it would be a nine before your training, mm-hmm. Cha-Cha. If you want to spend up to 30 minutes studying your book of Numenera, you could use that to bring it down to a six. We need lunch anyway, right? Like, I got some of this paste. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see Nyx just kind of, like, saying that to herself. Oh, that was, I didn't say that in character. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just do it straight out. So it gets a nine? Nineteen. Ooh, nice. Minor effect. The ultimate purpose of it, like, it's not clear, but it appears to be designed that if you put any object in it, it will stitch a series of metallic wires to it. Presumably... (gasps) Google eyes go in the machine! Yeah, presumably the wires have some sort of purpose for whatever device it was originally intended for. It's not clear if it would have any value to another device. However, you do think if you put a the googly eyes in the machine, you do think there might the wiring might allow it to provide some sort of projection capability. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you put that in. It definitely threads wires through the eyes, which seem to close as if in phantom pain. And then they come back, and then the machine comes out, and the eyes are sort of, now they've got a reddish tint to them. She goes and shows Nyx her upgraded Google eyes, googly eyes. Damn. Let's do mine. You think you can activate these eyes, actually. We try that. You activate it, and you see a variety of confusing scenes from some sort of ancient star-faring species. Like, you see images of, like, stars and space and close-ups of stars and strange planets and creatures that they're only partially physical before the image fades and the eyes go dead. Oh, I killed Google Eyes? Chacha, like, sadly puts Google Eyes in a pocket. Left. Hey, you enter a room. It's a room that is kind of an odd shape. It's sort of trapezoid shaped. You're kind of entering in from the base side. So you're sort of in the center of the base, the wide area. The two far corners have one device in each corner. And there are doors leading to the right and left, seemingly down. There are the devices... One of them seems to be a mass of wires that seems to be glowing. And uh, you also see another device that looks more like a diamond shape that's kind of glowing with a purple, almost black light color. It's very quiet in here. Like in a weird way? Yeah, it's really silent. Hello? Hello. Uh, Dippy's gonna go to the left. So, incidentally, if any of you said hello, there is no sound when you make your mouth. The massive wires kind of glows in response to the sound, but no actual sound ha- occurs to your ears. Whoa. Once again, no sound, just a glow. Dilly starts screaming and waving his hands at the other party members, like... There's glow, but no sound. I guess Dilly's gonna go... Is anyone paying attention to Dilly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nix is, like, giving you, like, double thumbs up. 
that calms down a little bit and I guess goes and investigates the massive wires. Tata helps. Is there any... So there's no other door in here? There are two doors. One to the right, one to the left um, that seem to be heading down. And there are the two devices. Okay, so... Oh, right. You can't talk. I guess I'll step back into the other room. As soon as you step back to the door, back into that room with the uh, metallic wire device, like all of a sudden sound returns, like just like the sort of background noise that you would expect. Because one of the odd things is that you're used to the fact that even if you're not aware of it, there's sort of a constant sound that's going on. And that's the sound of your mm-hmm. own blood in your ears. But when you step into that other room, that sound is gone. Weird. Yeah, guys. Oh, they probably can't hear me. Yeah. I'll wave at them from the other room. Hi, maybe we could talk. Okay. But we're investigating. Uh, yeah, Dilly wouldn't see Italia. Next wave's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 anyway, game plan would be nice, guys. I'm just going to stand here and watch them, I guess. Crying. On the inside and on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Just a single tear going down the cheek. (laughs) So what do you guys do, the ones that are in the room that are ignoring? Investigating. Yeah, investigating. Nest of wires in the one corner. So that is for you, it would be a 12. Is that with... uh, Cha-Cha helping? Or if Cha-Cha helps, it'll be a nine. Cha-Cha helps. Seven. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Dilly tries to explain why this doesn't make sense, but then he kind of realizes, oh. Yeah, there's no sound. Actually, then he's going to use his minor illusion ability and show in text. Ooh. Mm, okay, here's an idea. Do you have any skills in either social interaction or performance? Of course not. Okay. So go ahead and roll a d20 for me. You can use intellect to add, to apply effort to it to get a plus three if you want, depending on if you want to spend that. No, I don't think I will. I think Dilly would think like, oh, words are easy. I can just write in the air, right? That's how that works. Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice! With that, I will say it is obvious what you're communicating back to them, which is what? Just to be clear, I am not giving you the ability to write words in the air. I'm saying that you can, you can pantomime somehow with these images what you're trying to communicate. You are playing charades with a projector. Nix and Chacha will see like kind of three or four like red circles kind of like appear across the uh, tangle of wires and then like question marks appear above them like saying like this is an area that just doesn't make sense this area like shouldn't work this area that's not how physics does any of that so what 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh, it makes like sometimes I can figure shit out <laughs> if Nix wants to try it, it'd be a 15 understanding the mineral roll for her. 18. Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so this mass of wires 
apparently is designed explicitly to absorb sound and turn it into light. Nix goes to like, Nix is like, huh. It goes to the door <laughs> on the right. <laughs> Jaja follows. Okay, go to the door on the right. What does Natalia do? Does she stay back in the other room? I guess I'll follow them. If I see them going towards one of the other doors, I'll be like, I'll throw my hands up and like follow them. And Dilly will look longingly at the other corner of okay. the crystal and then follow Nyx. So you find an interesting room here. In this room, you see an area kind of along the far wall that is covered in world resin-like secretions that are covering the area. It looks like they were laid down over months or years by some type of creature or biological process. It looks somewhat slick. There's also, in the far left corner, away from these secretions, a small beam of green light that is shining down. Far right, there is a body crumpled there that appears to be human. Actually, correction, two bodies crumpled there in the corner. Like fresh? You'd have to investigate to be sure. Next investigates to be sure. Okay. It's pretty obvious that these are relatively recent-ish. They're not skeletons. They're not desiccated or anything like that. Are either of them female? Can we identify them? One of them appears to be female. Ba-ba-ba-ba. searches their pockets. Quick question. We can hear again? You can hear again. So one of them appears to be female. You're searching their pockets, as I believe you said, in full golem <laughs> mode. So you search their pockets as <laughs> give me something about like searching or anything like that it is a 12. However, if you've got anything in like searching or investigation or anything like that, it would be a nine. And it's intellect if you want to expend effort. Yes, all my intellect points, Daniel, to spare. <laughs> I choose to be trained in searching. For 10 minutes. Is that one of your abilities? Yes, I have confident outlook. Trained in one task for 10 minutes. Okay, nice. Nice. Oh, I got 19 now. So, burned that for no reason. Very nice. Okay, so, what you're able to decipher is you do figure out pretty quickly with a 19. I won't make it all mysterious in this case since you got a 19. One of these is definitely Maywin. She's got like, crumbles of the scones that you saw at Malajera's place on her fabric. She has a notebook, and inside it, it has a drawing of something that looks like a pyramid and some sort of notes there that appear to be in some sort of cipher, a code. And with a 19, I'll also say that on the other body, while you don't find a lot of information besides... The fact that they had daggers and they were killed by apparently Maywin. Oh. The only other thing you find is a strange patch on it. And that patch has the image of a hand and a blade on a field of purple. Hey, I'm sorry, Marianne, is it Italia or Italia? It's Italia. Okay, cool. Italia, this is the chick you were talking about. Wow, that's really impressive. 
That's so cool. Um, is she's how's she doing? She killed this guy. She's dead. Oh. And check out this patch, man, and this code shit. Would I recognize any of this? Talia, the patch you recognize as a symbol for the handlers that you work for. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Me work for bad guys? Never! Marietta, tell me what's going on. Yes. I don't know. (laughs) Tell us your whole backstory. Go. (laughs) Well. Tell me now. I had a happy childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alex, what's one thing that Cha-Cha did that made you feel awesome? Golly. What did Cha-Cha do? It sounds weird, but like the googly eyes, like they made my day. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we all have googly eyes now. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's a good answer. Okay, cool. Speaking of awesome things, we have a weekly segment that we do, Player Intrusions, where we tell you something that you should check out or something that you should care about because it is awesome. So, Alex, I believe this week is yours. Yes. What would you give our listeners an XP to experience? Animals. More specifically, pets. But, you know, don't go out and buy a pet just because you want the XP, because that's not how pets work. What's awesome about pets? Right now, like my chubby, chubby dog... She just is so happy to go on car rides. I tricked her to go on a car ride to the vet. And she was just so dumb and happy to be in the car. And she wanted to sit in my lap while I was driving. And she's just a sweet ball of love until you betray her trust and reveal yourself to be a vet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she was so excited to meet new people until she found out they were vet techs. And then she's like, oh, hell no. Okay, sounds good. Marietta, where can people find us if they want to talk to us? They can find us on the social medias. We're on a lot of them. It was brought to my attention that we should maybe invest in uh, in some Tumblr time. <laughs> but we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have a website, we have the Facebook page. And the Facebook and the Instagram are Explorers Wanted Podcast. The Twitter is Explorers Wanted and the website is explorerswanted.fm or is it explorerswantedpodcast.fm? It's explorerswanted.fm. Oh, man, you got the good domain. Mm-hmm. I think if we're going to be successful, we need to be on a platform that allows for lewd fan art. So Tumblr is, I don't know, maybe not the best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. We need a fans only. Yeah. yeah. Just got to get a Pornhub account. I was just thinking DeviantArt, like, we don't need a whole production about this. <laughs> Pornhub, the new Tumblr. <laughs> we don't need Sonic Mpreg porn. <laughs> I mean, I know a guy who will get it for us, so. <laughs> I said that was a lot of confidence, Ariel, and I'm not sure it's true. That was very specific, You Dan. got a What's background up? you want to show us? No, that's okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. But I've seen some things, oh, so I do unfortunately know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but yes, absolutely talk to us via the socials or our webpage. If you enjoyed this, the best thing you could do is tell a friend about it and tell them that you liked it. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star review on whatever your podcast network tracker of choices, whether it's iTunes or whatever. Five-star reviews will help us a huge amount in getting started since we're a new podcast. If you have constructive criticism, feel free to reach out to us via the socials. If you really hated the podcast, keep that shit to your fucking self. We don't care. And other than that, we can all be found individually on the socials if you want to reach out to us and tell us wonderful things and hopefully not uh, shitty things. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me at Stace Windu, just like Mace Windu, but Stace Windu. You can find me at Real T Unicorn at Twitter. Uh, you can give me compliments and virtual head pats at <laughs> Slam Potato on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at I'm on a hike. All one word. Follow me. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thank you all for listening I'll be back next week with another episode have a good night and bye bye, bye. bye.